0: you through this medium of Facebook streaming, and I believe that it doesn't matter what the devil can do, the church will still proceed, and the church will still move forward, and the responsibility of the growth and the movement of the church is in the hands of God. He said, I will build my church, and the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. I am so blessed and privileged to be here with you. And I know as co-friends, loved ones, family members, uh, let them get connected online. And I believe that today, in the next few 45 minutes, I believe God is about to metamorphosize us. I believe he's about to transform us. He's about to transfigure us. He's about to translate us to have meaning to our lives let's pray father i just want to thank you for such a time as this for everyone under the sound of my voice on facebook and all the media the podcast and all the other facilities we've put in place to reach out to the body of christ i pray god that that strength shall be made perfect in our weakness father as we are about to hear your word let your word come to us with power with precision with accuracy with simplicity with clarity that our life will never be the same in jesus name amen i just want to thank all of you for being online and i believe that god is about to affect and infect your life with something that will cause you to come out of every fear the bible says he's not given us a spirit of fear but he's given us a spirit of boldness and of sound mind praise god i believe There is something about to happen in this atmosphere. As you are hearing the sound of my voice, something is about to enter your body that is going to quicken your mortal being, and your life will never be the same. Uh, I just want to thank God for your life, and I want to encourage every believer, every Christian, and every child of God that in this time when we have so many news flying around on the media, which cannot be uh, filtered, there are times you have to understand where you stand and the kind of information you're listening to. I believe to not today, I believe God is reaching out to you. And fear not, Tasia. the Lord, I am with you. And to as God is with you, who can be against us? If God be for us, who can be against us? So there's nobody who can fight against us. Uh, coronavirus, having got a potency, the power to, to lose our our belief in god and i thank god for your life i just want to share something with you today and i believe it will bless your life and first of all i want us to thank god for how far he's brought us uh we have friends and loved ones who have been affected by this coronavirus they're coming out stronger than as ever as before i want us to thank god for how far he's brought us father we just want to thank you so much we just want to thank you for how far you've brought us in this journey when we have been isolated, when we have been encamped, when we have been separated from our normal, our routine life, oh God. Father, we just want to thank you for making provision for us to have what we have at the moment. And we just want to thank you, Father. We thank you so much, Father. We love you. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, I just want to share something with you today and I want us to go to the book of Matthew chapter 16, verse number 13 to 20. Uh, This was when Jesus also had a a situation where he was with the believers, his disciples, and he posed a question to them in Matthew chapter 16. uh, The Bible talks about the fact that Uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 to 20. It says, when Jesus came into the region, uh, Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say that I am? The son of man am. So then he said, some say John the Baptist, and some Elijah, and others, Jeremiah, and one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are Christ, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, "Blessed are you, Simon, but Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed us to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and this rock will I build my church, and the gate. Of hell shall not prevail against it and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever you will bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatsoever you will lose on earth will be loosed in heaven then he commanded his disciples that you should not tell no one that I am Jesus Christ Precious one, uh, in this moment, one of the things that is so important for us, that will alleviate every kind of fear, that will that will condense every kind of uh, trembling or whatever is going on, is to have the self awareness of who you are. And in this message that I'm bringing out to you, I want you to ask. I want to ask you a question. And I want you to ask yourself this question: Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? My the discovery of myself is so important for me in this time that we're living. Aristotle said, "Knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom." And in Proverbs chapter nine, verse ten, we also understand that the Bible said that the fear of the Lord. Is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Self-discovery is the process of acquiring insight into one's own character. And I want you to understand that it's important you understand who you are. Therefore you will not be carried by by any false doctrine. You will not be carried by by any wind that blows. You are a child of God. And this, who am I, is a personalized question that is so peculiar in its execution, in the sense that you are asking yourself this truthful question, and you know yourself better than any other person. You can lose things in life just because you do not realize your oneself, who you really are. In Adam and Eve, we got to understand that they lost the garden because they failed to understand and know who they really are. Don't be listening to false doctrine. Don't be listening to false news. If you know who you are, nobody can kick you out of your garden. The Bible said that God created the garden of Eden, prepared everything, and placed man into the garden. And there is things that God has prepared time for you, prepared for you, And i want you to understand that you are bigger greater than the situation going on around you in times in which we find ourselves it's very important for us to discover and walk in the strength of our real identity we are children of god born in the image of god created in his likeness please don't let any man deceive you that you're going to die it said i shall not die but i shall leave to declare his goodness the goodness of jehovah i will live to declare it and i want you to understand that no amount of fear should cripple you for you to lose your strength in the lord the bible says some trust in chariots, some trust in horses but they that trust in the law shall be like mount zion that is immovable and unshakable i want you to discover the truth within yourself and this self i'm talking about Regarding self-discovery, I'm referring to your uniqueness in God. In Matthew 16, verse 13 to 14, the Bible said that Jesus asked his disciples and said, Who do men say that I am? Hallelujah. I-, I love it so much when I hear this question because uh, it- it's asking questions uh, that hasn't got the answer to it. It's a who do people say that I am? Jesus is asking this question, asking for himself, asking uh, for question that would discover who he really is. Wonderful! How can such a question be asked in such a way that it carries no power to receive its own answer? It's a who do people say I am? He's asking for this question because he needs an answer. To discover who he really was. But the problem is that he's asking the wrong people. He's asking the people who will not know the answer to this question. And some of you are spending time in places, at places, asking people questions about things regarding your life and destiny that they haven't got the answers to. And the Bible said, it says, some said, that was John the Baptist. And some said, Elijah. And others said, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. And others saved one of the prophets. Hallelujah. Men would just tell you what they think you are. Because they cannot know you more than you are. The only thing they would do is to compare you with others. How can the disciples compare Jesus to Elijah? How will it be that the creator is being compared to the creature? Human beings will always compare you with someone. They are limited by the essential perception. How could the disciples compare the creator with a creature? Men will always undermine you because they have limited information about you. How do we compare oneself with one another? Husbands are comparing themselves with wives. Wives comparing themselves with husbands. Children comparing themselves with friends. And friends comparing themselves with one another. When I come with my own strength to do what I can do, you're comparing me with somebody. How can we compare dogs to cats? How can we compare? They are two separate species. They are two separate individuals. And the more you try to compare them, the more you try to undermine them. We live in a world where we compare ourselves with ourselves so much that we've lost our real identity. The fall of man came because Eve and Adam wanted to be like God. You don't need to be like God. You are what God has made you to be. You are already like God. You are already created in the image, in His likeness. We are living in a world where there is so much uh there is so much loss of identity. And he said to them, Who do men say that I am? And I believe that most of us are carrying our life based on what our men are telling us we are. And we ourselves know that it's not true. We know it. Hallelujah. We know it, we know it, we know it. We know we know the solution is not outside. But he also asked him a question and said, "Who do you say that I am?" You are closer to me. You are more intimate with me. And I'm asking you the same question. I know many people are saying things about you that you know yourself and you know they aren't true. And the Bible said that Jesus asks them a question that can only be revealed, not by flesh and blood. The identity you are looking for, the real self you're looking for, can never be discovered by flesh and blood. But it can only come through the revelatory grace of God. Precious one, under the sound of my voice, reaching forth unto you in, through the social media. The you within yourself that is able to overcome every limitation, able to overcome the storm of isolation going on. It's not what the government is bringing. Even though the government is bringing very good uh, routines and very good procedures uh, and lay down structures that we must follow to help us to be delivered from some of the harm that this virus and the things going on around the world is bringing into our lives. The solution is not by flesh and blood. The solution is in the hands of God. Who is not a man, but he's God. And I believe that any now and then you must know that he is God. The Bible said when Moses was sent to Pharaoh in Egypt, the Bible said, Moses said when I go and they ask me, who do I say that sends me? Is to tell them that I am that I am sent me. In the Old Testament, he called himself the I am that I am. In the New Testament, he describes himself in Hebrews, Hebrews 10, Hebrews 13, verse 8. He said he's the same yesterday, he's the same today, he's the same forever. That is the kind of God which says he does not change. And these can only be revealed by the creator. The creature can only discover itself in the hands of the creator. And the Bible said that when he was able to discover who Jesus is. The Bible said, Jesus said, because you've discovered me, I will discover you. And that is why if God does not help us to put us back on track, we will go astray all the days of our life. But I pray today that anyone under the sound of my voice, through this media, I pray that God will cause you to discover yourself. The self within you, you have not been born to die. You have not been born to be sick. You have not been born to be weak. You have not been born to be the tail. You have been born to be the head. In the name of Jesus. Today all the Las Vegas hotels have been closed. Large gambling clubs in the world have been shut. Today the streets, the streets of prostitution in Amsterdam have, have closed, shut down. And this are strict that ten billion revenue incomes have been raised, but all displays have been shut. Today all countries of the world have closed down. Clubs, nightclubs, bars, many restaurants have been shut down. Today the large number of planes during history are all on the grounds locked down. Trump announced that the interest rate will be reduced to zero. That is to say, the abolish, abolition of interest. The whole world is searching for deliverance. Where are those who claim to have all the expertise? The doctors, uh, the scientists who so claim they have solution to everything. We are in a time where even the armed robbers have stopped robbing. Why? Because we living in a very perilous time. I want you to understand that we live in a world where we haven't diluted. And as we shut ourselves in our rooms, as we lock ourselves, it is a time to discover who we really are. Actuality is missing in the world we live in. The word actuality means the state of existing in reality. We haven't deceived by many things around us. We have been made to believe that we are strong, but not knowing. This time have revealed to us how weak we are. Governments are confused. Leaders have shut down, not knowing what to do. Why? Because we thought we knew it all. But in this time, when we have been told to shut down and to lock down and stop all activities and lock ourselves in our rooms, it's a time to discover who we really are. Who we really are when our true nature have been deprived of its revealing itself. Oh, we live in a world where women hide behind their uh, real life and they, they, they cover their physical pocretude, their facial appearance with makeups. Now is a time when the makeups cannot save you anymore. Even prostitution have come down to a lower level or completely shut down. Men hide behind lies and deception. What are you lying with now? We have been shut down and no more deception. We have been locked down in our own reality environment. I want you to understand in this time we live in Jesus. God is calling a check to self-discovery, to identify who we really are. And it's time for us to draw closer to God, draw nearer to God, and seek Him. And said, "If you seek Me, you will find Me." He said, "He's a God who delights in and hiding. And he wants you to seek Him because He wants you to look out for Him. He wants you to." He said, "They draw closer, nearer to them that drew closer to Him." What a joy in the environment we're living, precious one! It is time for you to put. Oh, the deception we have created around ourselves! And seek Jehovah, the God of all flesh. He's the one we're seeking for in this time. The Bible said in the verse number seventeen, as we've read in the chapter sixteen of Matthew, and Jesus answered and said unto him, "Blessed are you, Simon jonah for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you, but my Father." Those of us who go around looking for affirmation and confirmation from people who are flesh and blood. They haven't got a solution for us. Some of us put our trust in the doctors. I'm not undermining doctors. But Jehovah is a great physician. Your will will never be discovered. They will never be able to discover who you are. But Jehovah is able to reveal to us. Peter discovered who he was by and through Jesus. And I want you to know that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the one who can answer those questions. That we can stand boldly. Anytime you discover who you are, it brings about confidence. It brings about boldness. If you know who you are in Christ, you will fear no. It's there is a spread profoundness. Of what I'm talking about, is a thousand fall on my left, ten thousand on my right. But they should come no closer to me because I know who I am. The songwriter said, I know who I am. I know who the maker created me to be. I've been born to trample upon snakes and scorpions." Your self-discovery is your, if your strength. The Bible said when Peter discovered who he was, little did he discover that he was more than he thought he was. He was the rock. Upon that rock, is God going to build on? But until he came to that discovery, he was the weaker vessel. Hallelujah! Our brother Gideon was so fearful he didn't know he was a mighty man of valor until he discovered himself in God. The, our brother Paul said in Philippians chapter 4 verse eighteen, it said, I've discovered myself. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Precious one. I want you to understand that you can't hide any longer. You can hide behind the deception. You can hide behind the fake identity you have. Some of us, when we meet people, we pretend to be to be like the Pharisees. But I like what Philippians chapter two, verse twelve and thirteen says. It said, therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence, but out, but but not just in my presence only. But now much more in my absence is a work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasures. Your real identity is what it's not what you do outside there alone. It's not what you do outside there. In the the presence of others, what you do is not your real self. But when people are not there, the things you do is your real identity. What a joy. That in this time we get to know who really is a believer, who is really a Christian. A Christian is not somebody who goes to church. Otherwise, we are going to be able to have church now. It's an now come at a time and the hour when the true worshiper shall so worship God in spirit and in truth. To be a Christian is not in the place you are, but it's more of a relationship with God. It is not just in the physical position of oneself, but it's one's position within the spiritual realm. Our relationship with God. And I want you to understand Romans chapter 8, verse 16, says what I want to share with you is that the Spirit Himself bear witness with our spirit that we are children of God. <laughs> I just told you who you really are. We have been born again, not by flesh and blood, but by the spirit. And I want you to know that no weapon that fashioned against us shall prosper. We have been born in the image of God, in the likeness of God. Therefore, we are not of this world. Our safety is not in the hands of doctors, not in the hands of the government, not in the hands of anybody, because them that are protecting us are even in trouble. And I want you to understand, as you hear the sound of my voice, that God wants you to understand that you are his child. It is not in just your location. The Bible said that whole Egypt was in trouble. But there was a place called Goshen. That there was darkness in the whole of Egypt. But in Goshen there was light. Why? Because they had a relationship with God. In Luke chapter 15 verse 17 to 20. The Bible said but when he came to himself. He said... How many of my father's high servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with anger. This was a prodigal son. He said, I will rise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and I have sinned before you i am no longer worthy to be called a son make me like one of your high servants (laughs) and he arose and came to his father but when he was still a great way off his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him precious one the son Pradeca's son didn't know who he was. He didn't know who he was. But my problem here was not just taking what belonged to him. But the wrong person took what was not his. The Bible said that when he came to himself, it means that when he took the property, he didn't have his real identity. And when you don't carry your real identity, it doesn't matter what you have in your hands, you will lose it. Hallelujah. The Bible said when he came to himself. He went back to the father. And I'm talking to somebody under the sound of my voice. There is somebody hearing the sound of me right now. You might have committed sin for an occasion. Adultery and you are pregnant right now. And you think your life has come to a shot. But God said I should tell you. That is not yet over with you. If you will come back like the prodigal son. Your father will not desert you because your father knows who you are. He will never change your identity from a son to a servant. Why? Because he knows who you are. He knows what you have been created for. All we need to do right now is to rise up in the strength of the law. Coming to seek our God back. Who has created us not in the image of a dog, not in the image of a cat, not despising them anyway, but He has created us, He formed us, He shaped us, and breathed into us that we became a living soul. In Matthew chapter 26 verse 24, He said, The Son of Man indeed goes just as it's written of Him. It's about woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better, it would have been good for that man. If he had not been born. When we lose our real identity. It would have been better if we were not born. But I pray that our existence will benefit heaven. I believe that God will come down. And stretch forth his neck. And stretch forth his voice. And say this is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter. In whom I am well pleased. I believe God has not deserted you yet. If you will not lose hope on him. The Bible says so when Moses was alone in the wilderness he discovered God through the burning bush. And I believe that as we lock ourselves in the rooms, as we shut ourselves in our inner doors, we should go back to the sacred place of the Mozar, that we might abide under the sick, under the shadow of the Almighty. When Jacob let his family go away and he was left alone in his vulnerability, in a state of helplessness, the Bible said he discovered God. When Gideon also came to the place of loneliness, when he came to the place when everything was so condemned, when fear encompassed him, the Bible said, in his lonely state, he discovered God. I want you to understand in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, the Bible said, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Which God prepared before, before time, he created us before time. It's for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good work, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. As I bring this message to a close. I'm pleading with everyone hearing the sound of my voice. In the time of the storm, if the eagle does not know who he really is, he will become calm and be fearful. But I want you to stand bold, chest out, knowing who you are. We are children of God. We walk not by sight, but we walk by faith. For the things that be, we behold are not things that I sensually perceive. And I'm here to tell somebody, here in the sound of my voice, maybe you are down with a sickness, but I came to tell you, if you know who you are, you will rise up and say to God, I've sinned against you and I've come back. I want to encourage somebody under the sound of my voice it is time to identify to discover who you really are in the lord it said for they that know their god in a time when the heat is becoming so tough when the wax is melting i said i should tell them that know their god the bible said they that know their god they shall walk strong and they should do us boy. Precious one. You are a child of God. He said I should tell you he will not forsake you. He will not leave you alone. He said in the fire I will be with you. Let's not then take away your faith. Which is your confidence in the Lord. Precious one, I just want you to take the opportunity that if you have lost your track in God, if you have lost your trust in Jesus, if you've lost your track and you've lost your trust in him, it is time to return to the master. He said, I will never forsake you. I I, I just want you to know he loves you. If you've not accepted the Lord as your Lord and personal Savior, it is time for you because your discovery, self discovery of what yourself comes about when you become born and born again. Nothing will save you, nothing will save you, not even your qualification. Not even your beauty. Not your eloquency. There is only one person who can save. And that is Jesus. That is Jesus. I've come with the voice of God, with the prophetic word of God. If you have got an identity, that is not of God. That is not what God revealed to you. But men told you. How would you allow men to tell you who you are when they don't know who you are? (laughs) When they killed Jesus on the cross... They thought he was going to die, but he knew who he was. May the strength of God be your portion. May God bring you, draw you closer to him. If you don't know the Lord, as your Savior. There is somebody watching me. You are a lady. Your qualification... You didn't use the right means to get it. And you, you got yourself a position, and in, the next, in a few months or weeks, I don't know, uh, i feel in my spirit, that immediately you were about to start your work, or you just started, then this coronavirus happened. And it looked as if you've wasted your time. God said, I should tell you, if you turn back to me, I the Lord will save you. If you don't know the Lord as your personal savior, as I bring this message to a close. I want you to bow down your head while I pray with you. Put place your hands on your chest. And say, Lord Jesus, forgive me all my sin. I've sinned against you. Forgive me. Cleanse me of all my sin. Sanctify me. Purify me. Consecrate me. And use me for your glory. May I make you my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible said in Galatians, it said I've been crucified with Christ. and Now the life that I now live is no longer I, but it is Christ that liveth in me. If you are a Christian and hearing the sound of my voice, and you have gone down by the fear and the voices around our world, our media, TV station, radio station, Facebook, social media, and all those things, And you have gone down and lost your faith in God. I want you to rise up again. And know that God will not let you go down. He will raise you up again. I want to pray for all folks who are not feeling well, sick and bad. If you have somebody who is sick around you, I want you to place your hands on that person. I want you to place your hand on that person. That Father, I pray for everyone who is sick. I pray, God, that your healing anointing will touch them right now. I pray right now, may the healing of God touch lungs right now. Cancer in the name of Jesus. May God heal everyone under the sound of my voice. May God heal you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Anyone who have been self isolated because of coronavirus standing in the blood of Jesus and in the power in the stripes that pronounce, that declares, that gives healing to reach out to you right now. I see God healing mighty sickness that have been set by men you right now you are being delivered from the midst of the dead you are receiving healing right now receive strength into your feeble knee respiratory issues receive healing right now fever temp high temperature I command your body to come back to its normal state You are blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. To reach out to you, the faith family, this is your pastor, the servant of the Lord, Reverend Benjamin Ashaw, from the Global Crossfire Church, UK. And I love you all, and know that I'm praying with you, Many are the testimonies that I'm hearing that God is still doing in this time. And I believe that God is going to put a smile on your face. May God bless you. May God. Put a smile on your face. And I pray. That God will favor you. If, you have, if the Lord has reached out to you. The Lord has blessed you. Leave a comment on the, on the platform. And, and I believe God will bless you more than you think you are blessed. You are a child of God, created in Christ Jesus, created unto good works. Stay blessed, shalom, and peace. God bless you. Amen.